playing it, of course, at uh, ten past eight. It's Mike and it's Chelsea. Hello. In the morning. Um, I want to talk to you about something, and this might lead to another random act of kindness. Right. You know, Manchester is um, is kind of renowned for being responsible for some of the best music of all time, right? Yes. So, uh, Manchester's the city that gave the world uh, Joy Division, The Smiths, Oasis... New Cl Order. New Order, Cleopatra. <laughs> but where does it all begin, Chelsea? Um, in the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> Street level. Street level. Street yeah, level. That. We have what? got the best buskers in the business. And, and I, I, I saw this guy the other day, a couple of days ago in Altrincham, right? And he was just outside, you know, on the kind of the main high street thing? Yes. The pedestrianised bit. Um, he was just outside the Vodafone store. And it was pouring down. And this busker just wasn't phased. So I saw him arrive. He took a deep breath. It was absolutely bucketing it down, right? He arrived, he took a deep breath, he put down his hat, he strapped his guitar on, and he kicked off his concert for one. Aww. And he was playing his guitar in the rain, and the, his hair was all soaked, he was like a drowned rat. There was, like, raindrops falling off his nose, but that didn't stop his sweet Caroline. No, oh, really? What <laughs> no. a good song. And I thought, it's a great song, isn't mm. it, Steve? And, uh, and I thought to him, I thought, this guy probably isn't going to even make his bus fare home. Because everyone was, like, looking at him with a, with a mixture of, of, of kind of pity and, oh, for God's sake. Well, no-one wants to stop, then, to get the money out to put it in the hat because they'll get equally as wet. Exactly. I can't tell if he's been clever there with pity or silly. I know. He didn't even have, like, a three-legged dog or anything. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was playing the rain sympathy card. Right. But he was out there. You know, and he was... He was giving it some. He was giving it some. He was putting in a shift. Working for his cash. He was, yeah, and it's performance-related pay. Yeah, <laughs> if it, literally. It really is. And I just thought, good for you. And, and, and these people, the buskers, right, they perform for an audience of, you know, between three and ten. It's a thankless task. It's a it? thankless task. And and they always give it loads. This is the guy, um, you've probably seen this guy, if you haven't been to Altingham recently, you've probably seen on Market Street in town. I mean, the, the buskers are everywhere, and I think Manchester's got the finest bus in the world. So obviously in Cathedral Gardens there's always one, in St Anne's Square there's always one. This is the guy, you may have seen him, on uh, on Market Street. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this guy playing his electric, uh, electric guitar? He's yeah. got his little amp and he's there strumming away. It's got a nice sound to it. It's got it? a lovely sound, isn't it? This is of course... Uh, da, 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 da. Abba, isn't it? Tell me what's wrong. I mean, it could only be enhanced had I joined in. You should have done. Maybe I should have done. needs a new member. I think, um, and I indeed am a member, I think there's a good camaraderie as well with the buskers. I think they always know each other, don't they? And they're always kind of, you know, they hang out together. I bet there's busker walls. Get off my so? patch. <laughs> I, th I think they get on fairly well. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, um, do you know what? As a random act of kindness, maybe we should do a little thing, right, where we, we take these buskers and we give them the audience they deserve. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, that we, we get them on the show and we do a thing called The Breakfast Busker. It's a, okay, work, it's yeah. a working title. Yeah, It's a right. working title. Could think of something better. Yeah. But what I want to ask you now is if there's any buskers, or maybe you yourself are a busker, that you think deserves a really good break. If you've seen one like on Market Street or in St Anne's Square or whatever, you thought, that guy's brilliant. Why is he just playing to himself? Yeah. We want to hear from you. So you're going to give him a platform that's yes, what you, that's yes. That's what you're doing, isn't We're going to give them a platform. It's a kind of a random act of kindness. I think these guys really put themselves out there in all kinds of weathers. 0161 288 0103. And let's find Manchester's best busker. I like it. We're going to get them in on the show. 
Yeah. Okay, and we have got, I mean, they're performing to an audience of about four people. We, listening to this show, have got an audience of about nine people. It's gone down. Oh, eight. how many? It's eight now. Yeah. What happened to your mum? Uh, she's Radio 4. Yeah. Um, so 0161 288 Give us a call now if you know a great busker. Let's yeah. try and make them famous. Do a good deed for someone. Do a good deed for someone. Or even nominate one if you've seen one you think deserves it. They don't even skip a beat, right? They don't even lose the rhythm when they have to thank someone for putting cash in. <laughs> it's all like, daydream, believer, thank you, and my <laughs> homecoming queen. Uh, so 288 Do you know a good busker? We'd love to make them famous. It's 814 on Key 103. Uh, Haley's calling us. Where, where have you seen a, a decent busker, Haley? Um, in Stockport, in Stockport Town Centre. Oh, oh where, whereabouts? By the Merseyway Shopping Centre? Yeah, yeah, that one, the little square there outside Clinton Cars. Yeah, yeah, we, we know oh, that square very well. Yes, right in the middle. And what, what's the busker? Who, who is he or she? I think he's called James Mostert. I come across him on Twitter as well. James Mostert's head. And what's so good about James Mostert's head? Oh, he's just really good. He plays his own guitar and, oh, he's just really fantastic. What kind of what kind of songs does he do? Is this the, the James Blunt um, style, the Ed Sheeran stuff? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And I know that he loves, he's really into Elvis as well. Oh, is he really? Aren't we all? Maybe I need to I let myself Elvis down to Stockport. Well with hair and whatnot, so. Never mind the Manchester Arena. Mersey Wave's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> James Mersey Mottis Wave. Said, oh, no, never mind that rubbish market street and with that right. old guy that does that weird dancing. It's all about James in Stockport. It's all about right. James Modishead in Stockport. Get somebody, somebody find me this man. <laughs> uh, 827 on Q103. We are looking to reward the Common Garden busker, particularly when the weather's like this. I saw one in Altrincham yesterday. Not joking. He had rain dripping off his nose. But did it stop him? No. He did a concert for one and that one was me. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a random act of kindness and try and make one busker in Manchester really famous. We're going to get loads and loads on and then see what we can do for one busker. Have we got on the phone, Charles? We've got Carol's in the city centre. Hey, Carol. Good morning, Mike and Chelsea. <laughs> Good morning, Carol. Very formal. How are you? <laughs> I'm absolutely fine, thank you. Okay, and you want to recommend a busker then for uh, our breakfast busker? Yes, I do. Um, in the centre of Manchester, sometimes outside the big Marks and Spencers, and also on Market Street, there's a guy called the Uchi Coochie Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sign that says that? I think he has got a sign, yeah, because that's, that's, that's how you know. Yeah. I think he's also got a, he might even have a CD, but he sits under a huge umbrella. He plays um, a guitar, he plays rock music, um, got an amp. He always seems to draw a really big crowd. My husband thinks he's great. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so he's definitely worth um, somebody to get on your show. Okay, the Uchi Coochie Man. <laughs> Uchi Coochie Man, yeah. I like the sound of it. Yeah. What, what a sensible fella he is, sitting under a big umbrella. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, thank you, Carol. Who else we got, Charles? We've got Pat. Pat! You moony Pat! Hello. <laughs> Finding people. Oh, sorry. So I, I can never uh, say the name Pat without doing my uh, my Frank Butcher. <laughs> uh, Pat, recommend a uh, busker for us. Yeah, I don't know his name, but he stands in Hyde, in the centre of Hyde, outside the post office or the cancer shop. Okay. He's got, well, a, smash, he's got a brilliant voice. He's only a young chap, a tall chap. Yeah. Plays the guitar and sings. Nothing rocky. Okay. I've made a note. Young tall chap sings ballads outside post office slash cancer research in Hyde. Uh, add to yes. that, nothing too rocky. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he doesn't seem to, no. He's just got a fantastic voice. I asked him why he wasn't on the X Factor once. What, what, did, he what did he say? He's got such a brilliant voice. What did, what did he say? He said, clear off, will you? Really much. just laughed, actually. Aww. That's really sweet. And again, I bet he didn't even miss a beat. No. Right, we'll no, try we and track him down, Pat, and we'll tell him that you recommended him. Oh, cheers. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. 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 
Uh, it is 8.52 on Q103. What else have you got, Chaz? Well, we've just been chatting about, obviously, all these great buskers that we've got around. We're going to try and get them on the show and give them, like, a minute in the sunlight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we can promise that in this town. <laughs> Someone said, oh, that guy with the amp on Market Street, eh, if he's got a dog with him, he's been there for about 30 years. I'm sure he's either blind or visually yes, impaired. Yes, I know the guy. I remember him from years ago. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, someone else said, um, not really a busker, but this music artist who plays the guitar publicly. It's a young teenager from Middleton, Caden Nolan. Remember the name? He's going to be big. Um, and someone else says, I know a top busker. One of Manchester's finest is called Stephen Chadwick. He's from Miles Plotting. He's even got his own song. Is it really? Yeah. Well, let's get them all on the show. Yeah. We're going to do like a kind of a busker ride. We're looking for Manchester's best busker. Uh, and we're going to give them, like Chelsea said, we're going to give them, uh, you know, their, their, their one minute to perform the song on Key 103. Yeah, um, I believe you're looking for um, the best busker. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Are you a busker? Yeah. Oh, wow. What do you do? Do you sing? Do you play the guitar? What do you do? I sing. Oh, cool. Where, where do you busk? Um, on Market Street, but I go to, like, Blackpool and all different types of places. Oh, wow. You're like a, a travelling minstrel. And how old are you? <laughs> Um, 16. 16. Do you go on your own or do you take someone with you? I take my mum and dad with me. Oh. oh, so instantly you've got an audience. They're like your biggest fans, I bet, aren't they? <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, well, What listen... kind of music do you do? Um, like pop music, what's in the chart. Yeah. Oh, I, I know some of those. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, Chrisanne, do you want to give us a bit now? This is your this is your one minute in the spotlight, okay? All right. Okay. Um, what song are you going to sing? Um, when I Watch a Man by Bruno Mars. Oh, it's oh, a lovely song. song. Okay, take it away. Dan, that's great. When can we see you on Market Street again? When are you next down there? Um, probably next week. Next, next week. This Saturday. All probably. right. You are a child genius. Yeah. <laughs> you can always tell someone can sing when they can do oohs in, you know, in tune. Yeah, and, and, and give, yeah, you see, that's absolutely how you can tell someone sing. can't sing. <laughs> oh, oh, good morning, Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. He's playing to the audience already. <laughs> so, Stephen, we finally managed to track you down. So we had quite a few people recommending you as Manchester's best busker yesterday. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, Daddy. Who, are, who are your fans in the background? That's, uh, that's my wife. That. Oh, oh right. biggest fan yeah. of all. So, embarrassing. So, <laughs> just just remind everyone then, Stephen. Where, whereabouts do you busk? Um, all over the place. I play. Um, I'm in a band as well called the Backhanders. The Backhanders. And how how do you choose to get paid for your gigs? <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been singing for? Since it was about. 10, 11, 12, something like that, I don't so know. what is it about busking? Because, I mean, if you're in a band, you don't have to do it. What, what is it about it's it? It's just a charity, really. Oh. Whatever, oh, money, whatever money you raise, get to charity. All right, mate. OK, well, go on, then. Give us a uh, give us a blast now. You've got 30 seconds. Right, this is called Don't Let Your Man Know. D- is this an original song? Yeah, this is a song I wrote. All oh, right, good for you, man. Looking out of this gateway house, I see the Down the rules. No, you 
<laughs> Brilliant. Very, very good. That was good. That's I a like good it. song as well. Listen, we need to get you in on the studio. Yeah, I'll definitely come in. All right. Cheers, Stephen. Nice chatting to you. Give us a bell when you want me to come in. <laughs> yeah. All right, fella. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. Let's go. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Key 103. It's 7.36. Uh, this is the Key 103 Breakfast Show. I'm Mike, this is Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was out on, um, I mentioned on the show yesterday, I was out on Friday and mm. I went into the village. Yeah. And I was at the GAY club. I like the fact that you went there. Thank you. You, you dabbled. Yeah. But you did, you did sort of show yourself up. No. Because, you know, like when you go out with like people from work and then you get a bit drunk and you do things and then you like the office gossip come Monday. That's me. That was Mike. That was me. Holding hands with a Daryl who works here, moonwalking across the dance floor. Listen... You're an embarrassment. It was a crowded dance floor. It was like the parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> Honestly, the people just all flocked. Yeah, uh, they, they part to be away from you. And they they just stood open-mouthed amazed at my moonwalk. <laughs> um, but I was talking to a mate. I was propping up the bar and I was chatting to a mate about, you know, obviously, because I go on about now, I'm, I'm single, right? Mm -hmm. So I was talking about being single. Do you know what he said to me? He said, genuinely, he said, um, do you know where you're going wrong, Mike? And I said... Go on, because you, you never know, you, you never want to know where you're going wrong, do you? But, but you do secretly. Secretly, yeah. He said, "Where are you going wrong?" He said, "You've not got a killer chat-up line." No. And I thought, do people still use chat-up lines these days? In I bet some people. In do. 2015, I, I, do you know? I've got to be honest. I've always been useless at meeting girls in a bar, mm. and I never really, uh, I've never known what. This is going back to like when I was, you know, uh, 17. Yeah. Sorry, 18. Yeah. Um, I've never really known what to say. There's girls sit over there. There's a hot girl. She's there. I'm here. How do you go over and break the ice? And I've, uh, the, the the guys that use chat-up lines, I've always thought it's it's just. It's embarrassing. It's all a bit Dell Boy. It's a bit 1980s. Slide over, buy her a drink, say, hey, I know you're not in a library, but can I check you out? <laughs> <laughs> Do that. Do that. Write it uh, down. Sorry, Chelsea. What are you talking Deliver that at the weekend. <coughs> sorry, Chelsea. There's, there's, um, there's something wrong with my mobile. <laughs> Your number's not on. Oh, God. Oh, that doesn't work, because your number no, is on my mobile. I lost confidence. I lost confidence. You, it's in the delivery. All right. <clears throat> okay, I'll try another one. Uh, Chelsea, have you seen my new jumper? It's nice, Have, yeah. a, have a feel of the... Uh, yeah. Sleeve, yeah. Do you know what that is? No, what? It's boyfriend material. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was more confident. That was I'll better, wasn't I'll give it? Give you that. Okay. Yeah. I, listen, but I'd love to know, and this is generally coming from a sp uh, perspective of a single guy. Um, do, do, is anyone listening now ever used a chat up line, and, and has do it worked? They work, do yeah. they work? I, I can't imagine any girl is daft enough to actually go... Some are clever, though, aren't they? I remember working in Pizza Hut, served these three guys. I remember them being quite good-looking at the time. And uh, this is going back, obviously, quite a long time when there were still phone boxes around and mobiles weren't as um, prevalent as they are now. And he, he'd left 20p on the napkin and he, he got a pen and he drew round the 20p, you know, in that like, nice little shape that yeah, 20p yeah, yeah. is. Hexagonal. Yeah, with an arrow and it just said, call me, with his number. And I thought, that's oh. quite sweet. I didn't ring him, but it was it was a classier line. It w yeah. If he did uh, that today, though, now. he'd have to leave an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, right, listen, I'd love to hear from you, right? Um, if, you're, if you're a bloke, if you're a lad, and you've ever used a chat-up line, has it ever been successful? Or, if you're a lady, you've ever had one used on you? Yeah. I, I want to hear from you. 0161 288 Who's on the phone? It's Jordan the Jeweler. Jordan the Jeweler. I'm disturbed by that. <laughs> good morning, Jordan. Morning. Morning, mate. Have you got a good chat-up line for us? Certainly have. And has this line ever been used on a lady and did it work? Of course it worked. Okay, in that case... 
Okay, mate, I get, you you've, got, you've got the... Uh, this is guaranteed to work, right? This guaranteed. is going to end my signal. got to do it professionally. got to do it with confidence, but it works every time. Okay, mate, well, you've got the sexy music playing behind you. Let's have the line. What I do is, I, uh, when I'm in a club and I see a group of girls, I stare at them for a few minutes, not creepily, but, you know, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> I make my way over to the beautifulest one, as you do. Yeah. And I say, I'm really sorry for staring, but you really remind me of my first wife. And girls, being girls, all go, oh, how many times have you been married? I say, never, and walk off. Ooh. Oh, yes! Ooh. They love it. Within five minutes, they're following you. <laughs> really? How many times have you tried this out? Well, I've only got one girlfriend, so don't try and get me in trouble. Oh, right, right, sorry. Yeah, fair play. Jordan, good for you. And he's a jeweller as well, wow. man. That's great. He's a, a catch. He's a catch. Who else have we got? <laughs> We've got Claire in Stockport. Hey, Claire. Hi. Hi, okay. Have you ever had a chat-up line used on you and did it work? Yes, I have had the best chat-up line ever. A guy walks up to me and he says, Girl, you must be a beaver. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is he trying to say? And then he went... Because, damn. <laughs> oh, God. Did you... And I was like, wow. And he was like, yeah. And then we're best friends now. Well, you're best friends? <laughs> yeah, he was too funny. I had to friend zone him. Oh, no. You put him right back in the friend zone. <laughs> so we got Chelsea. we got Tony the taxi driver. Where are you, Tony? I'm in Salford at the minute. Okay, driving your taxi. I am, yeah. Okay, mate. Uh, have you got a uh, Have you got a decent chat-up line and has it ever worked on the ladies? I'm telling you now, Mike, it'll work every time for you. Right, go on, give it to us, Tone. I'm all ears. Right, you know how you go to a club and you always get them in pairs, you always get the nice one and the ugly one. <laughs> Airwave, you always get the nice one with the ugly one. Go up to the ugly one and say to him, excuse me, love, would you like a dance? And they say, yeah. You say, well, go and have a dance while I talk to your mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll be forever single. Thank you, Tony. It's been fabulous. Number one for Manchester. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Keep 103. I've been listening to the radio and obviously heard about these, you know, these random acts of kindnesses that you've been doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've got a friend and I just wondered whether there's any way that you could possibly help. They've got four kids and they've got one that's really, really not been well at all. They've been diagnosed with brain ca- brain tumour. Mm. Um, she's only three. Oh, God. And um, they want to try and get married. They were going to leave it till like a couple of years down the line, but now because of this with, with Pippa, um, they've been told that obviously she's only got a couple of months or whatever to live, so they're trying to sort of hoping to get married so they can... She wants to be a flower girl, you know, like they do when they're young like that. Oh, they want God. to wear the pink princess dresses and all that. Like, oh, sorry, I am just I feel like I'm filling up just thinking right. about everything that's been through and everything. It's horrible, oh, honestly. Gem, I'm so really. sorry. I'm so, so we sorry. need to try and pull a wedding together. We need to rally round and get this day sorted oh, and special. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm trying to get my head around this story. We weren't expecting that. Oh, I know. A really sad story, but let, let's try, uh, as, as, you know, Manchester always around. does, to uh, do whatever we can. Like I said, these things uh, pop up occasionally, and, and you are always brilliant. And, uh, we're asking you to help us. We need everything for the wedding. They've got the, the, the venue for the church. They've got the venue for the reception. It's going to be in the uncle's back garden. But this couple desperately want to get married in time Some for Some people have bit. a year. We've got about an hour. <laughs> We've got till nine. <laughs> we can do it. What can you do? <laughs> Come on. Help us out. 2880103. I've got probably about 100 bride dresses and 100 plus bridesmaid dresses. Oh, oh yes, okay. I think she's got a dress, so bridesmaids are love it. Dresses. And you can do yeah. little Pippa as well, the flower girl. Yeah, I'll have a, certainly have a look, see what I've got for her. Amazing. Oh, 
here. Thank you. That's very kind-hearted of you. Who else we got on the phone? We've got Tracy Middleton. Tracy, good morning. Morning. Good morning. You've heard our story. I have. Okay, what can you bring to the party? Um, I make special occasion cakes, and I'd love to do a wedding cake for them. Oh, there's the cake sorted. Thank you very much. You're very good-hearted. I love it when a plan comes together. Line four is Helen in Droylston. Good morning, Helen. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good morning. morning. What can you offer for this wedding, Helen? Uh, we own a sweet cart, so it can cater for kind of up to 150, 200 guests. It's very beautiful, and it's dressed in whatever theme she wants, colours, <laughs> and the kids absolutely love it. Unlimited oh, sweets all day. Brilliant. That's the sweet cart, so Yay, Yay. Thank you, Helen. Okay, good morning, Carl. Good morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, we're good. How are, we? How are you? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, I'll keep it short, mate, Charles. All it is, my wife and myself own a flower shop business in Bredbury. We're more than happy to do a bridal bouquet, some buttonholes, loads <laughs> of the, the bridesmaids, and a special little bundle for the little girl. Oh, <laughs> God Carl, bless thank you, Carl. You. That's amazing. Um, Andrew's calling us. How are you, Andrew? I'm not bad, thank you. Oh, please tell me you're going to give us some suits for the men. Yeah, we'll sort them out, yeah. Yes! Michael, what can you offer for this wedding? I can offer chair covers, bows, centrepieces, post box for their gifts, table crystals, so I'll dress the venue for you. Oh, you can dress the venue! Thank you, that's oh, a huge thing. Good work, everybody. Oof. I always say Manchester has got a, a heart the size of, like, Edinburgh. Yeah. It's like, uh, the, the benevolence out there is just amazing. We've got pretty much everything sorted. Yeah. Thank you so much. You've been uh, amazing, just beyond amazing. It's 18 minutes past eight. This is Key 103, number one for Manchester. Again, thank you so much yesterday. So, Chelsea, out of the list, we basically had two hours yes. to organise a wedding from oh, scratch. Oh, less than that, I think. Yeah. The, the only thing we had was we knew that the reception was going to be in... Um, the Uncle's an, Garden. In the Uncle's Garden. And uh, that the church was booked for the, the 5th of September. The church was booked 5th September. The rest of it was basically down to you, Manchester. Yeah. How did they do? <gasps> We've done really well. We have got bridesmaid dresses and flower girl dresses. We've got a cake, a show for a sweetheart, a magician. We've We've got flowers, we've got hair and makeup, we've got a photographer, live entertainment, a bouncy castle for the kids, a photo booth, we've got wedding rings, suits for the men, decorations for the entire event in a huge marquee, with a DJ and lights and a wedding singer with a full hog roast. <laughs> what do you think to that, Shell? Oh my goodness, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we just, oh, I just can't believe it. So Manchester has come together and created a wedding wow. for you. Oh, yeah, and oh, not just a wedding, an amazing, amazing day. Nothing oh. that we're going to have. How, how much is this going to mean to Pippa, your little daughter? Oh, it's just going to be amazing. She's going to be in our memories for the rest of our life on our special day, in our pictures. She's just going to love it. You're going to love it. Well, you know, what, what a, a really tragic story. And we were so sorry to hear about Pippa yesterday. <laughs> how have you coped as a family so far? Okay, it's been hard because uh, we've got a little baby as well. We were present at the time, so it's it's been a crazy, crazy couple of years. It's two years now that we've been fighting this, and it's it's hard. But but we've got an amazing family, and we get through it every day. When were you going to get married? You know, ideal uh, situation. We'd we'd hoped because we thought we'd beat cancer last August. So we'd said if Pippa was clear this summer, we'd book it this year for next summer. So we had a year to pay pay for it. Yeah. If Pippa was still clear. Okay, but, but then, then obviously sadly, yeah. it all came back, and we just didn't think we could do it. We didn't have the funds, and but then she's doing quite well at the moment. So we thought, do you know what? Let's just do it. How, how is Pippa at the minute in herself? Obviously, I know you know she's got the brain tumor, but in herself, is she happy? Is she coping? Is she aware of what's she's going up, on? She's up and down. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. She's like quite normal three year old. Is that? 
she's in quite still quite a bit of pain and things at night, but the morphine and things are helping. But she is she's just a little princess. And what did she say Absolutely. to you? Because the original thing that got me was that it was kind of a dream to be a, a flower girl, and that's probably one of the reasons why you know you wanted to do all of this. What? Um, how did she? T- how did she say that to you? She never, never stopped going on about being a flower girl. We actually oh. christened our baby and told her she could be the flower girl we christened, but that didn't oh. work. Oh. <laughs> we thought we could sort of uh, get away with it. That didn't work. She's always asking to be a flower girl and asking us to get married. And have you told her yet, you know, what, what's what's about to happen? Yes, yes. She's, she's been looking at dresses and she wants fairy wings. She wants fairy wings <laughs> and a big pink dress. And she wants to hold flowers in her hand. That's all she keeps saying. Oh, and obviously, you know, we, we're always bowled over by the kindness of, of people in Manchester. Oh, I know that. Um, I know that Gemma sort of had you listening yesterday. What was what was re- your reaction at the time, and, and and what would you say to everyone who's who's kind of offered oh, their I services? I just spent the whole day yesterday in tears. <laughs> oh, it's just absolutely overwhelming. Oh, the generosity of people. We found that all the way through our journey, the generosity of people and the support of people is just fantastic. Yeah, well, you're in in a good part of the world for that. Um, So the only caveat is that you must send us some photographs. Is that okay? Of course you will, of course you will, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, just have a fantastic, um, you know, big day, um, yes, September will, 5th. thank you. And, and it will than, be a huge day now. And more than anything, I hope Pippa enjoys herself. Yeah. Oh, she will. She absolutely will. We'll all be together as a family, and that's what it's about. Yeah, it totally all is. Right. Well, Stay look. in touch and let us know, then. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you to everybody that's rang in and supported us. It's just overwhelming. The generosity is amazing. Thank you from all of us. Thank God, you. God bless you, Shell. God bless Pippa. Thank you. It's 17 minutes past seven. Good morning to you. I hope you're okay. It's uh, it's Mike and Chelsea. Hello. So Chelsea has discovered something amazing. Um, this is a game changer. Yeah. This is you've you brought something to the party here that has absolutely blown my cottons off. Yes. Right. Let's have it. Okay. There is a secret McDonald's menu. So you know you get those like. Um, geeks on uh like websites you know like threads where they all chat about things that they really like so you'll get like computer geeks and yeah. food geeks or like that. me and ben your boyfriend alien, uh, geeks. alien geeks so this this thread has emerged and um a mcdonald's manager from glasgow who goes under a secret name has confirmed that there are a number of items that you can order from mcdonald's that are not on their menu list is this some urban myth or is this true no, this is true. This is I've amazing. Seen the pictures of them and everything. This is okay. Well, what, what's on the secret McDonald's menu? You can order a Monster Mac, which is twice the size of a Big Mac. Right. You can order a McChicken McGriddle, but my favourite is a Land Sea and Air Burger, which is two burgers with a fillet of fish and a McChicken sandwich. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Honest to God, a Land Sea and Air Burger. A Land Sea and Air Burger. There's there's loads of things. There's loads of things on the list. Yeah. I, so, I, I love this. Listen, can we do a thing, right? Right, we've got to do the travel news now. When you've done the travel, can you jump in your car and get yourself down to, you know, Regent Road? They've got the big McDonald's there. Just, but, no, no, honestly, you could. There's Ma- a, lepreca- back me, back me up there's a leprechaun shake. It's green. 
No. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea, can no, you... No, please. No. Honestly, no, please. It could be, we've got to test this out. I, I suggested, I put it out there, it might be an urban myth. And you're saying, no, it's true, so let's get you out there. Mm, I know, but it would be really embarrassing. No, it won't. I, well, I forget the girl we know stars and is actually real, but she doesn't know about it. Right. I, listen, I, I will pay for this. You go and do the run. I'll give you a crisp 20. Get it out now. I want to see the colour of your money. Oh, God. Look, right. look at that. Look at that wallet on the windowsill. It's absolutely bullshit. <laughs> It's the only part of me that is. There you are. Oh, smell that. I That's love the smell of that. Hashtag it. success. Oh, look at that. It's okay. crisp, that, isn't it? Okay, right, 20 I'm quid. Not really no, no, honestly, go and do it. We'll do travel now. What, and do you want, get... a Lansing Air Burger and a Leprechaun shake? Yes, please. Are you being serious? Yeah, seriously. Right, oh, off you God. go. Chelsea, are you there? Yes, I am. Over. <laughs> well, I like I like all this secret ops talk. Uh, okay, are you are you at the front of the drive through now? Well, I've just gone down the side. I've got to the bit where, you know, you start to see the, um, uh, like, the boards and everything, you know, with everything that's on offer. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't see any of the secret menu items on this well, board. That's, well, exactly. That's why they're part of the secret menu. Okay, now, have you got your list ready? You know what you're asking for. Yeah, I'm going to be ordering um, a Monster Mac, uh, a Big McChicken, a Lancy and Air Burger, and I know you said no sauce, but I've also just discovered that you can simply ask for a small part of the famous Big Mac secret sauce. Wow. What's the Big Mac so, secret sauce? Well, it's a secret. It's oh, a okay. secret fair ingredient. Play. Fair play, okay. All right, okay, so you got that ready. You All are right. part of the, the secret menu club. I'm next at the uh, at the, the, the special machine. Okay. I'm just behind um, quite an attractive guy works for Kirk Scaffolding Limited. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not listening to Q103 now. No, he's placing his order, so the, the radio will be well and truly down. Right, OK. And you are going to ask as well for a shaken Mac. Hang on, I'm here. Shush. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hiya. Um, please, can I have um, a Monster Mac, a Lancy and Air Burger, and a Big Mac secret sauce, please? Uh, it's, it's breakfast time. Oh, it's, it's breakfast yeah, time. It's breakfast. What about the, uh, the Monster Mac breakfast? Oh, the big breakfast, yeah. No, the, the monster one, the special one off the secret menu. Um, it's okay, that's You've never been asked for it? Tell him that there's a first time for everything. There's a first time for everything. Tell, tell him you're in the club, it's okay. Do you not know about the secret menu? No, I didn't read that. It's on Facebook. Um, it's, it's on the internet. Yeah. Don't take no for an answer, Chelsea. I know you never do. <laughs> I'll try it. It, it seems a bit shocked. I'll try it. Oh, my God. That's what I like. Hear that? That's all part of the code. Um, it's like, a bit like the, the breakfast burger, but it's, got, it's quite a lot bigger. It's basically got six of the breakfast patties in it. Right. So, like a... Like a sausage egg. Yeah, exactly that, yeah. This is great. I didn't realise you could go off piste at McDonald's and start... Don't shush me. Right. Uh, as a meal. <laughs> yeah, please. Mike, this is working. I know! I can't believe this. And you're paying... I was going to say, hang on a minute. How much is this actually going to cost me for six... It's 61 quid! Uh, <laughs> funny. 
meanwhile, I think... Yeah, she's here! <laughs> Chelsea's back, everybody! Back Hi. from Macadese! <laughs> so... It actually works. The McDonald's secret menu actually exists. We have proof in the brown bag. Yeah, I've seen the signs of it. Hang on. <laughs> oh, holy moly! Look! Che oh, my God! <laughs> Chelsea's now pulling out a breakfast bun which has six patties in it. Six on it. I've got to say, um, it was Paul, you know, who, who you heard me chatting How to. How many stars has Paul got? He had all four. Oh, I course. mean, if I could have fit another star on Paul's badge, I'd have done it. Do you know, Paul from Regent Road McDonald's deserves know. another star. But look, you get a sticker on the top, freshly made to your order. Did you Do say hello to Goodyear, by the way? Uh, no, hang on. Hello to Goodyear. Yeah, he's a taxi driver for Manchester Cars. He pulled in just especially to see if I was actually there. No, doing did he it. really? Because he didn't think anyone would be that stupid. Would be that stupid to try that. <laughs> Good morning, Goodyear, yeah. and all the drivers for Manchester Cars. This is all the time, um, Yeah, they do. Um, the um, so you've actually so, so if you've just tuned in, basically there's a McDonald's secret menu. There's loads of items on there that you've never heard of, which are kind of deviations from the regular menu. You can ask for them, and I mean you only got the breakfast one because it's before ten thirty. Yeah, but there's a, a notice by the way that um, it, this is the hardest one to get. Um, at 10.34, if you go then, it's a special window between the breakfast and the, and the you know, like the daytime menu. Yeah. That's like the hardest one to get. And that's the Muck 10.34 burger. Oh, no! <laughs> Honest to God. Oh, come on! <laughs> 10.34! You know what I'm going to be? <laughs> I think we've got David calling us. David, you, you've been to McDonald's. What's happened? As soon as we arrived at McDonald's, you were on the radio talking about the McDonald's secret menu, so we tried it. And? Uh, we, it worked. <gasps> Whoa! Hang on, hang on. Which McDonald's are you at? Uh... In Birchwood. In Birchwood, Birchwood Services. Yes, I know it. I know that McDonald's Did you go well. through the drive through or did you go in? Drive-thru. And what did you ask for? The Monster Burger. So you got the proper bona fide monster burger? Yeah. Okay. Did they know straight away what that was, or did they have to ask you? Uh, the, the woman looked a bit confused, but then, then she asked someone else, and she, and she knew what it was. And they knew. Yeah, maybe she wasn't She wasn't part of the circle of confidence. No. You have to work there for, like, you know, a while. Yeah, she's, in. she's not in the tree of trust. And you know when you go around to the pickup part where you get your sauces from? Yeah. yeah. I asked for the secret sauce. And, and what, what did they happened? say? What, what did they say? Uh, you said, is it the rich tomato? And I said, probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's that secret, not even you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then did they bring you the secret sauce? Yeah. Amazing. Oh, oh listen, thank you, you so much. you a good day, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. You, you, make sure you tell all your friends about this and tell them who told you. Okay. Oh, man, I love it when a plan comes together, don't yeah. you? K103. It's 7.51 on Q103, so um, Ella Air is one of the massive big breakthrough acts of the last 18 months. It's a massive, massive star. One of the coolest pop dance stars on the planet at the minute. And she's collaborated with some amazing people. So she was there last night. She was performing at Key 103 Summer Live at the Manchester Arena. And uh, Chelsea thought it'd be really cool um, to set her up. I think it'd be cool. I thought it would help. Yeah, Chelsea is, is only trying to help me. She's doing it for my own benefit. Yeah, that's it. Um, Chelsea set me up on a uh, on a speed date with Ella Air. Mm. Um, you know, I th it was... Uh, 
I had the saxophonist going in the background. <laughs> Everything appeared to be going well. Yeah. Um, let's let's have a listen. This is me, 60 seconds with uh, with Ella yeah. in a romantic environment. Yeah. Hi. Hi. What what kind of music do you like? Um, all kinds, really. Quite an eclectic taste, do you? Yeah. Well, I like mainly 80s rock ballads. Great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, where, where are you from? Um, I'm from West London. Yeah, it's nice uh, there, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right. I live in North London now, so... Yeah? So uh, West wasn't that nice? It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, uh, I grew up in Somerset as well. Okay. Uh, did, as, as well? You grew well, up I went Somerset? to boarding school, so oh, I was, was back say. and forth. Okay. What, um, when you're not um, like being a pop star and all that, um, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, eat, generally. Uh, yeah. Catch up with friends and eat some more. You like Connect Four? Uh, it's all right. <laughs> we have there are better games. Here. Hey, there are better games. Yeah. Okay, minute minutes over. Hang on, but we were just starting with the. the yeah. Yeah. I got I got the the sign. What sign? Well, she said eat some more, and then you went. Do you like Connect Four? I thought you'd misheard her. <laughs> no, I'm not. I may be old. I'm not deaf. Well, I thought you were. To right. be honest, there's a lot of weird sort of pauses and things. I don't uh, know how you thought it went. But uh, I thought. Do you know? I thought. I thought it went really, really well. I thought, obviously, it started off slow. We're, we're two strangers. I was slightly intimidated by her enormous amounts of hair. Yeah. Ella hair, mm. as you were calling her. It takes her two hours to do it. It takes, you can understand. Yeah. Um, but I thought there was a natural chemistry, there was a natural bonding between the two of us. I found that we really, you know, uh, had a, an amazing spiritual connection. Do you want to hear what she thought? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. I, think, I don't think he was necessarily listening to my answers. No, he never listens. But they weren't particularly interesting answers anyway. So. Well, they weren't I think questions. I was more terrified than he was. So yeah. was I think it didn't really help. Would you get the a situation. second? You wouldn't like tick the box on the speed date card. Maybe like out of pity. <laughs> oh, mm. out of pity. I think uh, what's happening is <laughs> you can't turn this round. It was just awful. No, I think Chelsea. If you if you know, you got to read between the lines with ladies. <laughs> I think what's happening is she actually found herself falling for me. <laughs> She's been hurt before. Oh, up come the barriers. No. Could have Let's go. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Key 103. Thanks for the coffee, by the way. That's all right. Don't get used to it. No, no, well I, don't, well, I won't because it's got sugar in it. I don't take sugar anymore. Shows how long ago you last made one. <laughs> um, it's 8.09. It's the Key 103 Breakfast Show with Mike and Chelsea. Chelsea, I need to um, to talk to you about something. Okay. Okay. Um, I've had this window cleaner. Mm-hmm. He's been coming around, I think, every Tuesday. Okay. Every week? No, do you What's know what? No, windows? it's not. It's not. Well, I, there's a lot of activity that takes place within my house. I only have a once a month, me. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I live in uh, Altringham. Right. Um, the uh, I've had this window cleaner. He's been coming around. Okay, maybe it's once a fortnight. Maybe I'm exaggerating my wealth. <laughs> and um, do you know what's happened now? What? He's ghosted me. <laughs> what? It's a 21st century problem, Chelsea. It happens mainly in dating, but it's now happened to me and my window cleaner. I have been ghosted. And not in a kind of a really friendly Patrick Swayze to me more way. No. Um, what is ghosted? I don't, am I missing have, have the you, meeting? Have you not heard of uh, I've obviously not opened ghosted. a ghosted email. You didn't go to the ghosting seminar? No. Um, no, I was busy <laughs> with that, I think. <laughs> ghosting is... Uh, this is a modern phenomenon whereby uh, people just disappear without a trace. So the window cleaner has just stopped coming. Oh. And I think it mainly happens in relationships, ghosting. It's, it's a kind of like, a, it's a pervasive act whereby one simply disappears, where yeah. someone just vanishes and they leave no trace 
and they don't attempt to contact you or allow you to contact them. Not in a missing person kind of way. Not in a missing person kind of way. So it, it would be somebody uh, decides to remove themselves. Someone has removed themselves okay. from, from, from my life. It, and you haven't got any contact details? No contact. I haven't got any contact details. Right. He just used to come around. It Never was the Tuesday. He'd go, all right, Mike. And i go, all right. Window man. Yeah. I didn't know his name, which yeah. might have been the worst bit. Yeah. Um, and and th- it leaves the, the ghosted, mm. right, this is the phenomenon, it leaves the ghosted eye wondering where I've gone wrong. Yeah. Clearly, I don't know, maybe I didn't tip enough, maybe, I don't know what's happened, but this guy has, has vanished like an old oak table. I know, I've that's never varnished. I've heard, heard the term, if I'm honest. Have you not? No. Well, I, and it's a weird thing, and I, I, I looked it up on the, um, you know, the internet. Yes, you've it's heard popular of, that. You've it? heard of that. I don't you? know how we'd cope without it anymore. And, and, and we're now in an era of, of Facebook and Tinder and Match dot com and my single friend and all these sort of things. Find anybody, can't you? You can find anybody. And for some, and this guy has completely vanished off the. It's like the Mary Celeste the window cleaners. Wow! This guy's completely disappeared. Mm. I might get a documentary made about him. <laughs> um, and I would like to ask: Has anyone um, in a relationship or otherwise? gone through this. I can't imagine anyone else, but it is apparently, because I looked it up, it is a big phenomenon that's going on now, that people ghost them, particularly in relationships. Listen, I've been divorced. I've ghosted a few. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anyone listening now who, in a relationship, um, has been ghosted or, indeed, been the ghosty? Yeah? Uh, Have you ever had the ultimate silent treatment from someone? You've been going out with this guy, it all appears to be going well, then all of a sudden, piff, paff, poff, Casper. Or some kind of professional relationship like yours. Like mine. Mm. I can't imagine it happens very much, very often in professional relationships. No, maybe not. Um, can you give us a call? 0161 103 If you're willing to admit to this, have you? Uh, I bet there's no one out there listening now who is going to tell me they've been ghosted or admit to being a ghostee. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Key 103. Anyone ever disappeared out of your life? Have you ever been ghosted? Or are you indeed the ghostee? Why are you playing this All alone! <laughs> They're not picking up the phone! <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghosting Busters. Who have we got on the phone, Chelsea? We've got Rosie in sale. Good morning, Rosie. Hello. Hello. Have you been ghosted or are you a ghostie? I've been ghosted. What? Ooh. You sound lovely. So tell us the story. Uh, you were seeing a guy. What happened? I was seeing him about nine months. Quite serious. Booking a holiday. Then um, we decided, was making him tea one night. He said, yeah, I'll be around when I finish my shift. Never came round. No. What? And you never heard from him again? <laughs> no, he told his friends to tell me he's gone working on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. After nine months. I could understand it after a few days. Do you know, it's hard oh. to describe this man without swearing. Yeah. What an absolute Hereford. How long ago was this? <laughs> oh, it was a good few years ago now. I'm not... You're all right I, now. I, I, I'm less psycho now, so I'm okay about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, were, you, were you... Did you try and contact him? Yeah. And what... what, what we just walk away after that. Nine you? months! I went round to his house and, like, broke into his back garden and stuff. He wasn't there. <laughs> OK, I'm, I'm beginning to see where the cracks were starting to show. We've got Paul on the phone. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Good morning, mate. Where are you? I'm in Oldham at the minute. Okay. Out from Ashton. Paul in Oldham. OK, and uh, are you a ghoster or a ghostie? Or do you know a ghostie? Oh, I know a ghostie. All right, OK. I know a ghostie. So you've got... A, is it a, a lad friend of yours? Yeah, yeah. And what? He knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. Go on, what does he do? All the lads will arrange a night out. We'll start from a pub. We'll go to a couple of pubs. 
at just around 11 o'clock, half 11, we'll turn around, we'll go back, we'll turn around, he's gone. <laughs> Every time we go out. Every single time. So we're calling Rent a Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so Where does he go to? Oh, <laughs> do, you know what he do, do you know what he does, Paul? He backdoors it. I call it. I call it backdooring it. And occasionally, to be honest, if you're out on a night with loads of people, you've had enough, and you've had enough, and you think, do you know what? If I'm going to go and say goodbye to everyone individually, and then they'll try and stop. They'll me. try and stop. I've got a female friend that does this. Yeah, it'll be. You get all that social pressure. Oh, you can't go now. We're just about to start with the uh, the Jagermeister. Yeah, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> I'm going to backdoor it. Who else we got, Charles? We've got Denise in New Boston. Hey, Denise. Hi, morning. Hi, morning. morning. Where are you? New Moston. Okay, have you been the victim of ghosting, Denise? Yes, I've been ghosted. You've been oh, ghosted, no. and have you heard of ghosting before today? No, never. That's, it made me laugh actually because I, I really was ghosted. All oh, right, well, tell, <laughs> tell us your ghosting experience. Well, I met this lad. He was absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. And I met him on the CB radio. <laughs> Already, the story's funny. <laughs> remember him? Uh, remember the CBs? And anyway, my, my handle was Benetton. And um, I've seen him for about six months, and uh, it was my birthday, and I've come outside my front door, and um, I had a, it was a big box, and with flashing lights in the box, so I've opened the box, big balloons come bouncing out, and then oh. all polystyrene balls, and I had to keep digging, and there was all Benetton t-shirts and clothes, oh. bears, and and there was loads. It was like, oh god, that is just you know really dead tough because he was a bit good looking lad as well. Yeah. And then I never seen him ever again. What? what? So he bought you a big box worth put full of Benetton stuff Everything. and then completely vanished off the face of the earth? Vanished. Just completely vanished. That, yeah, that, like a parting gift. Yeah, that yeah, stings, doesn't it? That stings. Maybe it's like guilt. Maybe it's guilt. CB broke. <laughs> <laughs> and did you did you ever track him down again after that? Well, I used to stalk his house. Oh my and God! Then I think I think he went back with his ex girlfriend, oh, right. and then obviously Facebook come out, and I found him on Facebook. God, he was all glass. Hey, <laughs> I love a happy ending every time. <laughs> uh, I have been the victim of ghosting. <laughs> ghosting. Uh, my window cleaner has just done one. He's vanished. If you're all alone, no. they're not picking up the phone. Come on, join in. Who are you going to call? Ghosting busters. Come on, guys. Show some enthusiasm. Uh, so we're asking you, have you ever been uh, ghosted or are you a ghosting? Oh, it stings. Oh, the pain. It's the, it's the pervasive act where <laughs> someone slowly disappears out of your life without a trace. Oh, quickly. Or indeed quickly. Yes. Uh, who have we got on the phone, Chelsea? We've got Sarah in sale. She's got a good story, right? Mm. Okay, this could be the best ghosting story of the morning. Good morning, Sarah. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, fine, thank you. Oh, okay. this this wasn't a slow, lingering one. This was a very quick one. Right, tell us the whole story. The stage is yours. Right, I've been going out with him about two years. Yeah. Um, been on holiday, been to Corfu together. Um, I used to stay at his flat a couple of times a week. But I'm going back to the time before Facebook, before mobile phones. Yeah. So I'm showing you how long ago it was. So we'd had a slight row one night. Nothing, nothing too desperate. So I thought, well, I'm not ringing him. He can ring me. So a couple of days later, he hadn't rung. So I started ringing his flat. No answer. R rang at random times. No answer. And I thought, oh, I bet he's got somebody else. You know, but we were quite often together, so it would have been quite difficult. So I thought, these are, these are in the days where you didn't ring people's works. So I rang his works. And they said, oh, we left last week. What? <laughs> no. So, so I said, oh, all right, Okay. So then I tried to find his brother, because um, his brother lived, like, quite far away, but I'd met him a few times. No answer, no answer. 
So never never heard or saw him again till wow. about ten, 10 years later. No, come on, what happened, what happened? <laughs> I was in Aldie car park. <laughs> I'd like to say Waitrose, but it was Aldie. Which Aldie? Uh, it was in Stratford because he used to work in Stratford. Right, okay. And he was in sitting in an AA van. So obviously I didn't know he'd gone to work for the AA because I didn't even know where he'd gone. So I sat there in, in my car looking at him and I was thinking, I'm sure that's him. I mean, I went out with him for two years and I still couldn't be sure it was him. So I just walked over and I knocked on the window and I went, hiya. He put the window down and I went, oh, hiya, are you all right? So he said, so I said, yeah. So he said, oh, I heard you got married. So I said, yeah. So I said, what happened to you? So he said, oh, well, I just thought you were getting a bit serious. He said, so I just thought oh, I'll have to do one. That was his excuse. That was it. Where is and the decorum? And he was married with three kids by then. Oh, man. And, 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 yeah. did it, and happily, is he, is he a minger now? Oh, no, he's a, he's a very nice person, oh. actually. Well, I, I, I take issue with that, Sarah. I think anyone who ghosts someone, they can't be a nice person. That's crazy. Well, you went out with him for two years and he yeah, disappeared, yeah. left his job, <laughs> and you didn't hear anything from him until no. he bumped into him ten years later ten years in later, Aldi yeah. Car Park. Yeah. Right. That, that shows they've got slight issues, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. The problem I mean, I, I, I was, I mean, I was married by then and everything, so, you know, if I, if I wasn't married and I was an old spinster and what have you, I'd be you like, could be about it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm married with well, kids and everything. Well, you just rather so. than be honest, though, and say, do you I know, know what? I'm really struggling with this. I'm going to have to walk. Yeah. The, 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 the effort that must have to go into disappearing. Yeah. And leaving your job seems well, ridiculous. He obviously had it all planned. Yeah, I was going to say that it's the premeditation. It's the premeditation. And obviously, you were really upset, like you said. So, yeah. I mean, the, the irony is, he joined the AA. You had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, have a good day today. I'm, I'm glad you're happy now. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Where are you? I am just uh, on the M6 in a cheetle. All right, M6 in a cheetle. Okay, and have you been the victim of ghosting? Yeah. Go on. Um, so, about a year and a half, so maybe a little bit more, I got a job that needed me to work till sort of early evening time. Yeah. Um, I've got a daughter, so I needed to employ someone to pick her up. So we interviewed a few people, found a lovely French girl. Uh, she was a student studying here. Um, interviewed her, really liked her. She gave me all the references and everything. She worked for us for, what's that, six, seven months? Yeah. And I got while well, I was in work. Um, my daughter hadn't been collected and could have come and get her. Obviously, I was in work, so not really. And this French girl, Julia, just disappeared. <gasps> no, so the, sc the school called you and they said your daughter's not been yeah. picked up by the French nanny. Yeah. What, what's going on? And then and then the, the nanny had completely disappeared and you never heard from her again? No. Man, that's no. weird. Maybe she didn't have her uh, immigration papers in order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Someone did say that to me, but <laughs> I hope that's what it was because we treated her all right. We paid her okay. See what the problem would have been, but I just thought it's a bit nasty, you know, like when it's a kid, you can't really do that. You know? No, you can't just not turn up and pick them up. It could have led to something dangerous. I know, that's awful. That. And did you ever try and contact this French nanny, Emma? Well, at first I did, obviously, with a few slightly angry messages. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I thought, oh crap, something has gone wrong. So I was a bit more sympathetic and I just said, look, just let us know you're, you're okay. Um, and I still never heard anything back. And you never have to this day? Yeah. Never have. Maybe she's just got a, a better offer from somebody in Hale. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Um, actually, I've got to be honest with you. I've been in a good mood for the last couple of days because Chelsea um, had some amazing news 
Um, and this kind of leaked a bit on the in the Manchester Evening News yesterday, <laughs> but we weren't we weren't really ready to talk about it. I say we. <laughs> um, Chelsea, uh, you, you told me and Matt two days ago. It was in the paper yesterday. Would you like to to share with the class your good news? <laughs> I am. Pregnant. Yay! <laughs> it's so funny, this show, because obviously we've been on it ten years, <laughs> and uh, there's just all these ups and downs, isn't there? And I, I think th th those times stand out. You know, when things happen, yeah. I'm getting married, I'm getting divorced, yeah, I've met yeah, someone yeah. new, this is the next new thing. It's so, true, yeah. You know, you go through things, uh, the journey with everybody, and, um, you know, the, it did, it, yeah, the Manchester Evening News did pick up on it yesterday, and they wrote a really cute little article, and I had some really nice comments. So, to anybody who has been in touch already, we really appreciate it's Listen, seriously, yeah, congratulations. Thank That's you. really, really cool. This is what happens when you go to your personal trainer. <laughs> yeah. virile. He's um, not allowed any female clients anymore. <laughs> oh, no, the mood, <laughs> the mood swings. <laughs> um, can we now um, start patting your belly, or is it too early I think, for that? I think it's too early, really. Okay. I'm not showing. Right. Um, so uh, what, what is, okay, let's go through it. What, what is the due date? 29th of January. Which I'm aware is extremely close to your birthday. It is. And when, when they said 29th, I said, oh, God, I hate Aquarians. <laughs> <laughs> Can we now legitimately make jokes about you being fat again? <laughs> this is great. Well, I'm doing my best not to get fat. Yeah. Obviously... Having a boyfriend who's a personal trainer is very is um, very knowledgeable about what you can and can't do when when pregnant. So you're not going to eat for two. I'm not eating for two because what is the point? You, I think you need an extra banana a day in about the third trimester. Okay. Um, and you know if you eat for two and you go at it like that from the beginning, you're going to put loads of weight on, which yeah. is not going to be healthy for you or, or your baby. For your baby yeah. And then you you've got it all to get off at the end. Aww. So I've not put anything on yet. You know you're going to get people coming up to you and they're going to do all the same things. So complete strangers now are going to think it's okay to touch you your start belly. showing, yeah. There's going to be people who will say things to you like, um, are you going to find out? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are going to find out. Are you going to find out? I'm too much of a control freak and too nosy. Right, okay. We, we both want to know. Okay. If, if he didn't and I did, that might be a discussion. Okay. That will end a, a my discussion. way. discussion. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's really, really good news. I'm really, Thank genuinely you. really chuffed It's very with. scary, though, I've got to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be 35 by the time uh, I have this baby, and then will be my first one, and that's like, it's the older end. It's not old anymore, is it? More, no. more women are sort of having careers and leaving it till later. But you've had 35 years of it being just you, and then all of a sudden you think, uh -huh. am I ready for this? But then people say, well, if you wait for the right time, the right time never comes. Absolutely. Um, it's the best job in the world. And all these lovely quotes well, I've had. It can, yeah, no, being a parent is, is amazing. And it really genuinely really yeah. changes you. And it makes you it make, I'm not saying you're selfish. <laughs> no, which I'm not. What? No, I'm not. But doesn't it make you less selfish, Matt, doesn't it? It, it makes you a better person. It makes you a better person, yeah. being a parent. It really does. Although the pregnancy from when I was saying i always use the gag that life is tough enough without having someone hitting you from the inside <laughs> and it's true it's yeah. a very very odd thing uh I, I hope you're ready for for the insomnia for the uh the dry skin oh, wow. uh for the peeing five times a night yeah. Uh, for in fact, well, it says all this, and the, they give you these bounty packs. Yeah. And they're full of booklets, and it says uh, week nine or ten or whatever you are at that time. This is what you can expect. And uh, I tell you, I've stopped reading it because it's petrifying that list. <laughs> and to be fair, I've not really had many of them. I'm pretty well. <laughs> I get you? a bit of nausea in the evening. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, it knows not to mess with me in the mornings because I've got a job to do. Yeah. Uh, so it tends to be the evening, and that's about it. To be well, honest. Well, I think, and this is my one bit of advice mood swings um during a pregnancy are completely natural and they are tolerated so use it 
take the next seven and a half really? months to express all that crazy you've been hiding inside yourself <laughs> because you're now legitimately allowed to be a bit mental. I'm going to record that and yeah. play it back to you. <laughs> hey, actually, what do I know? Because you'll get it more than uh, Yeah, this is true. Ben, I, I'm, I'm on the receiving end. Um, do you know, I, I, I don't know anything about it. Obviously, I'm, I'm a bloke. No, uh, you're a bystander. I'm a this. bystander. I was just pacing up and down with a cigar outside with and Shore <laughs> A&E. Uh, but <laughs> Were you in those awful pyjamas with funny pearl shapes on? Uh, listen, I would like to hear from you. Um, if you've obviously been through pregnancy, if any uh, ladies listening now who are parents, if you had, because I'm, I'm useless at this, if there was one gold nugget of information that you could give to Chelsea, right, if there's <laughs> one bit of advice, advice, one little tip on how to survive pregnancy, how to make pregnancy a really enjoyable uh, experience. <laughs> uh, so Chelsea is with child. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, get used <laughs> to that noise, kid. Uh, we're asking you this morning, if you've been through it yourself, what one gold nugget of advice could give Chelsea back pregnancy? Uh, Audra's on the phone. Hey, Audra. Hi. Hi, where are you? I'm in Rochdale. Okay, and what advice would you give Chelsea on pregnancy? Well, congratulations, Chelsea. Thank you, Audra. Gone. Thank you. Um, what, what I would say is, don't let it change you. <clears throat> um, I still went to the gym... Good girl. Before I gave birth, I swam. I did everything that I always do, um, and I was fine with it. So. Isn't it a bit weird for the baby though? If 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 you're like doing excessive sort of cardio, no, you wouldn't like, do excessive like cardio. I was light exercise, like walking on the treadmill, not yeah. I'm, I'm still doing that. I've been going four times a week up to now. I'm all in favour of a bit of light exercise. We've also got uh, Nev on the phone. Good morning, Nev. Morning, you're Morning. Right. Yeah, good. What's your advice for Chelsea? Congratulations, Chelsea. Thank you, Nev. Um, wh whatever you do, make sure you go for the 4D scan. It is absolutely amazing. Oh, well, I've seen these pictures, but they look a bit freaky to <laughs> me. No, they're amazing. They're amazing. Are they they're absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, we had the one done with Lossie, and it looks... You, you get a real sense of what your baby's going to look like while it's still in the yeah. belly. Right. But because the yeah. weird thing with the old-fashioned scans and, and the black and white normal yeah. scans that they do, you can't really make loads out. I remember we went to, uh, when I was married, we had our first scan, and it was like... You, you, Oh, it looks like a Norwegian prawn. <laughs> <laughs> mine, uh, mine was waving, um, but what? Ben thought it was doing a press-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. We've got Sam in Duckinfield. Sam in Duckinfield, good morning to you. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Sam, you are doing? you ringing to help me on like these two? Yeah, I can do. <laughs> have, you, have you got kids, Have you got Sam? experience? Um, I have eight kids. What? I beg your pardon? Yeah. yeah, the old woman that lived in the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like all by the rubber as well, but nothing in the cupboard. <laughs> You've got eight kids. Wow, well done you. Well, well done you. <laughs> yeah. You must be exhausted. But it can't be that bad if you've done it eight times. Uh, oh, very stupid. <laughs> right, okay. And um, which, which one's your favourite? <laughs> uh, can't do that. I think it must stink being the middle child, but imagine if there's like, you know, three either side or whatever. It must be bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? Um, do you know all their names? Yeah, it's an and and you. <laughs> oh, you, come over here. <laughs> yeah. And if you, okay, so you've been through it. You're like a world expert then in pregnancy, Sam. I bet you've got loads of advice. But yeah. What, what would be one biggest... One bit? gold nugget of advice for Chelsea during the pregnancy? Enjoy it. Well, clearly really? that would work for you, didn't in it? In what way? It's your pregnancy. It's your body. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I th well, I, I'm anticipating, as is Ben, her other half, enormous <laughs> amounts of mood swings, but... I think I'd have had them by now, don't you? Yeah, I think you have. <laughs> Mike and Chelsea in the morning. On Key 103.
She's had a turbulent life. Her ex-husband now has an ex-wife. Each day is better than the last. Chelsea's future is better than her past. Life changes in the blink of an eye. She's lost weight from her hips and her thighs. But one thing now gives her life hope. It's those really, really, really dreadful life quotes. If you're waiting for things to be perfect, you'll wait forever. Instead, grab hold of what's here now and make positive use of it. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye, guys. Mike and Chelsea. Have a bit of that. <laughs>